into the dusty boards, the sound of her own breath in her chest, her throat. Throwing a pile of towels onto a chair, she kicks off her shoes and lies down on the bed. She lies there and watches the sun make its slow way across the walls, reaches out and flicks the radio on, hears a man's voice going on and on, flicks it off again. She feels very calm. She realises without much surprise that she has been crying. Outside she can hear children shouting, playing, several of them, two or three at least, maybe more. A whole crowd of little children. The sound comes and goes, very loud sometimes, and then for a while barely audible. She thinks that one of them seems to be crying. Nothing dramatic, more a toddler's fed-up chuntering. Silence, then a shout, and then laughter again. She holds her breath, not upset, just mildly curious, wondering whose kids they can be. Their nearest neighbour, who they've nodded at once or twice, is an elderly man, apparently alone and without children or grandchildren, and she remembers how heartened she was to discover that. The shouts grow louder, though the crying has stopped. Mary waits, listening. At last, unable to resist, she gets up and crosses the room, floorboards creaking under her bare feet, and goes to the window to look. Out in the sunny lane, there is no one. Nothing. Only a very large magpie, wings half-spread and dragging in the dirt, hopping backward and forward, clucking and screeching. She watches it for a moment, and then she walks back across the room and lies down again on the bed. He comes home to find her there. Six hours at least have passed, maybe seven. Darling! his voice on the stairs. Didn't you hear me? I was knocking and knocking. The door was bolted. I couldn't get in. I had to go round the back. She does not speak. Something heavy and warm in her arms, not wanting to wake, trying as hard as she can to hold on to it. Why on earth did you bolt it? What's going on? Did you realise you'd done it? He comes and stands over her, keys in his hand, his jacket still on. She hears his worried breath. Mary? Are you all right? She says nothing, lifting her hands to cover her eyes. He stands looking at her for another moment. Then she feels the bed sinking as he sits down, his arms around her, his face on her neck. You've been here all day, haven't you? When she still doesn't speak, he lets go of her, twisting around and sitting up, his head in his hands. I heard someone say my name, she says realising only as she says the words that they might be true. He looks at her. What, you mean like before? Mary blinks. She's almost forgotten that odd, shrill morning with the estate agent. Yes, like that. I heard it again. The same thing. Like someone calling out. They called me. He shakes his head. I don't know what you're talking about. Where? I thought there was someone in the house. What? It's not possible. I know. It's not possible, is it? It was weird. Graham puts his head back in his hands. There's no one here. I know. So what are you talking about? I don't know. He is silent for a moment. I thought you were better, he says. I thought you liked it here. I honestly thought you were getting better. She looks up at him with interest. I do like it here. His eyes back on her. You do? I do, he sighs. I think you need to see someone. Just an hour a week or something. What do you think? 
I could ask at the clinic. The clinic? The doctor's surgery in the village. I'm sure if we asked they could fix you up with something. She thinks about this. There's nothing to talk about, she says. He makes a noise of impatience. For Christ's sake, you need to tell someone about this. Talk about how you're feeling. I'm not feeling anything. He takes her hand, her warmth in his cold one. She can feel him thinking, hears him sigh. Darling, my darling, look at me. What? She looks, his face once so alive and familiar to her, now alien with worry and sadness. He shuts his eyes for a moment. I can't live like this. Neither of us can. We can't live like this. She blinks at him, pushing herself up on her elbow. But we are. He reaches out and lifts her hair, holding its...